that is the um, standard Disney transition for any no, sitcom. No, 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 no. no I'm is. talking specific Hannah Montana. <laughs> do you not remember? Because she would. I do... didn't have Disney. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you're Amish. Grown up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, right. Well, I'll tell you, Hannah Montana. There would be the transitions in between scenes, and it was Miley Cyrus herself singing the transition, and it was really awkward and weird. But it was specifically like. <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah, 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 whoa. That was one of them. <laughs> Did you ever see the video? I think it was circulating on Twitter, but it was like someone, like a famous Disney star, drawing the like Mickey Mouse ears. Oh, yeah. And it was like take after take after take, and it just looked so awkward. <laughs> I always saw the ones of um, Hilary Duff doing it, and she just seemed yeah, I think it was so that. unbelievably awkward anyway. So, yeah. 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 I'd love to do that. Well, guys, um, you're lucky that we're here because we almost had a mishap this evening. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, which is... Yeah, yeah, Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. no, I texted Lucy, right, so, um, in fact, I'll just read you the text. Oh, fuck off, right, okay, here we go. Because? I think this is cursed. Should we just stop the podcast? <laughs> at this point, it's like... So, we were, like, trying to work out our schedules and blah, 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 every night doesn't work, and then Lucy's like, can you do Thursday evening? And I said, yes, I finish at half six, can come straight after. So we'll probably there just be, be there just after seven. Lucy said, yeah, that's cool. And then later today, I said, hi, do you look nice? Because I was like, we always have this thing where one of us turns up lo- looking quite nice and the other one looks like a rat. <laughs> so <laughs> I was checking rat, usually. in, usually I'm the rat. And then Lucy goes, what right now? You're giving me fear. <laughs> <laughs> and she phoned me and I was like, hi, I'm like just coming. And you're like, no, it's tomorrow. I was like, today is Thursday. I also like how I just always assume you were right. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly think that it's one of my biggest flaws. Is like, I just, I am so, I'm delusional. I am actually just delusional. And <laughs> this chick is this, deluded. <laughs> this chick is deluded. She's loca, baby. Um, but no, I just always think I'm, there's no way the thing that yeah, I think like, in my head is wrong. You're like, it's tomorrow. Yeah, like, I'm like, it's uh, Kika. Oh, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> it's tomorrow? And then you went, oh. Oh, okay, that's fine. I can do it now. Jesus Christ, watch your screeches. <laughs> Sorry, you everyone's eardrums. Pterodactyl. Um, yeah, thank God I was just being a little housewife and cleaning my flat. So It's looking very clean and tidy. Really? I didn't, I didn't quite... Here down <laughs> yeah, Yeah, from here on. <laughs> didn't quite get to the hoover and cleaning the floors. But um, yeah, that's yeah. that's my exciting chat. What about you? What's new with you? What is new? You got a new flat, which is very exciting. Oh, you did get a new flat. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, You're back to being a city girl. City girl. <laughs> living in a city will. <laughs> um, True. Yeah, well, we were having this whole debate about um, which flat to go for. So I'm, I'm glad that we've secured the flat of our dreams. Um, it's really not the flat of our dreams. One of the bedrooms doesn't have a bed. <laughs> okay, so... Some and I was like, doesn't matter, minor detail. Flat of my dreams. Kirsty was like, it's quite a big detail. Like, we do need two beds. Oh, wait. Oh, so you secured that flat. Mm-hmm. Bed right. But flat. you're not You're not there yet. No. No. 22nd of May is the moving date, girls. Keep your calendars. Market. <laughs> keep, your, keep your calendars clear, girls. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a good day. Yeah, I told my mum and she was like, oh, well, we're actually away that week. And I was like, you mean I have to move everything through myself? Oh, very rude. Cameron's got a car, is he not? Yeah, he does. So he can get a grip. Yeah. Come on, Cameron. I also have a car, but... Yeah, you do. I don't want to, I don't want to use it. Also, Shut I'm, up. Yeah, you're right. Just make Cammy do it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but that's all that's new in my life, really. Um, I went shopping. <gasps> so much fun. I'm jealous. Oh, God, I bought so... I literally went crazy. I was like, you know what, girls? 
I deserve it. No, yeah. it's just, I didn't even, I'm always the person to try things on. Sorry, this is so off topic, but. No, it's fine. I always try things on because I'm quite, I realise I'm quite frugal with my money in certain aspects. Like for, for example, clothes, like I can be either really, really like, oh fuck it, I'm just going to get it. Yeah. Or more considered. And I'm trying to now be more on the considered side because I hate buying clothes and then not wearing them. Right. And I'm conscious of my carbon footprint. So anyway, was in Zara. All that went to the window and I'm like, I want it. I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> and I literally spent like almost £200. <gasps> didn't try any of it on. And I was just like, I'd had one pint as well. So I was like, I'm feeling lucky. But do you know what? The thrill. The thrill oh. was unmatched. I literally was like levitating down Prince's street. <laughs> You literally had your Zara bags and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, how I've come up in the world because they used to, used to be Primark bags and now they're Zara girls. Oh my God. No, I'm joking. But um, yeah, I did try all of it on and then I was like, this is absolutely insane. Like, no, I do not need four new pairs of jeans. So they all, I took them all back. Other than all one, of them? On, other than one top, yeah. Oh. I woke up with such guilt. I was like, I Wait, so you only just kept one top? Yes. That, oh, right. Well, fuck, I don't care anymore. That's not exciting and I'm not proud of you. But it was exciting. I still got the thrill. Yeah, you're a bit of an adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm, you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's fun. Um, what's my news? I guess I'm a outdoorsy <laughs> girl now. <laughs> Guys, so she went canoeing and she didn't cry. I d- yeah, do you know what? It's crazy. Hold the bus. Do you know what? Girlies. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Um, yeah, I went up to visit my boyfriend's family and they're all extremely outdoorsy. I've done like this. King um, <laughs> King Uzi. and um, shit. Do, I mean, we've done this. We've done this whole gag when I was up there in ja- in January. Yeah. Like, yeah, we get it, Lucy. You get blisters when you go on walks, and then you cry. <laughs> no, you did fall over. Like you were hurt, but it still makes me laugh. That's. I split my pinky open. No, no I didn't. <laughs> I cut it. I literally cut it. But anyway, yeah, I went on a canoe, and it was really fun. Woo woo! So were you scared? Were Initially, you yeah, it wasn't cold. Did you wear a wetsuit? I wore a life jacket. Okay. Did you wear just a swimming costume underneath? <laughs> no. So that makes me laugh so much. Okay, first of all, I'm not getting. How these... funny are swimming costumes? Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> what like not a bikini? Yeah. Like a like. I feel, Eric, like, I feel like you're the kind of person that would wear a swimming costume. Like a speedo one, <laughs> like not like a nice like fashion one. Like you're wearing. I do. Up. No, I do. When I go on holiday, I take a speedo one so I can dive and it won't like flip off. Life hack. <laughs> Ew, that makes me so uncomfortable. I would imagine I would go on holiday with you and you would be in the speedo... We could not go on holiday together, I'm just saying it. Why? Because I, like, you... You'd wear goggles. I would wear goggles. No, I would and wear like, goggles too. I'm no, do you know what? I think we would have actually a really good time. But I know I'm really annoying to go on holiday with because I'm, like, insatiably, like, need to do every single cultural activity ever. Wow, you I'm, went to Southeast Asia once. No, more so that like, like I remember when we were in Krakow, I was like, no, no sleep. Like we're just gonna museum, museum, museum. Like it wasn't actually that fun. Oh right, you take the fun out of it because mm-hmm. you're like, we just need to do everything. We need to learn, yeah, yeah. Then, like give give us quizzes at the end. Like so, whose castle is this and what year? Ew, yeah. stop. That's not fun. No, we wouldn't have fun. Well, we would, but we would have to like only in certain countries. I feel like we'd have to plan out what we're doing first and know that we're like. Itinerary. Yeah, as in like you need to chill out. Yeah. And I need to. And you need to go out your comfort zone. No. What do I have to canoe everywhere? (laughs) Absolutely, I've done it there. Um, No, but anyway, anyway, enough chit chat. Besides the point, girlies, we're here to talk about social media and influencers. Well, Mm -hmm. specifically influencers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we did the whole social media episode, and well, to be honest, girls, we recorded half of this episode (laughs) fucking last week, but. Hey ho! Unforeseen circumstances. Uh, 
I guess we move. Anyway, we got a Chinese and kind yeah, of we did drank, actually. We got so a Chinese and, really nice. and we got tipsy. Yeah. So um, it was fine. It wasn't an, a wasted evening. No, and we're here again, back and ready to rock. It. I don't even know. What <laughs> I, I, was gonna say. I don't know what, what I was going to say there. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a chat with Emma Gorman as well. Emma is an influencer um, in Edinburgh. She um, has all the insight when it comes to being a influencer. In Edinburgh. In Edinburgh, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so excited to like ask all the questions I've always wanted to know. I know. Um, so we're going to chat to her later on. But first of all, we're going to um, just discuss between us two. So yeah. I feel like you've got, got most of the notes, notes right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm going to let you take the reins, girly. Well, I think it is interesting to discuss influencers as a moral or ethical concept. Because like... There are multiple pros, right? But then I also see the cons in the influencer marketing sphere. Oh yeah, totally. Um, so I wrote a little pros and cons list to see like what I feel adds up more. And actually, in my list, there are more cons. But I think when you weight it, mm. you know, like cons are sm- smaller, less significant than the pros. <laughs> but I do think it's a, it's a conversation that often isn't really considered. And influencer culture is really, really being jammed in our throats right now. Yeah. And you know, I think the insight, I understand your cons, I think I'll have a lot of um, similar points, but, and I didn't really think about this last week, but it's a really good point and insight probably that I can give to this episode. We worked with lots of influencers mm-hmm. and I don't, did I say this last time? I don't even remember. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but we worked with, I work in social media and especially my old job, we did a lot of social media management for lots of different brands, specifically in Edinburgh mm-hmm. and we worked with lots of influencers and I know kind of firsthand the the like amount of value there is on influencers and influencer collaborations yeah. on marketing it's mental it's actually crazy because like for example um there is like a vegan donut place just down there like oh down yeah consider it yeah yeah that's been open for like four years like I used to live on that street and walk past it and um recently it's outsource some influencers to like post yeah and honestly the queue is like triple what it ever was yeah because of some people posting who have a large following and then it becomes trendy yeah or even like the van in the meadows like i can't believe because that's been there for years as well oh yeah yeah. and then as soon as influencers and it's just so interesting and like really cool like it's really cool that they can change a whole because at the end of the day like those are small businesses being highlighted yeah and um as soon as they kind of grow an appreciation of following they will be making money yeah. more money than before so like I absolutely applaud it like I'm not criticising it but I do think it's really interesting yeah how, especially how, how much power it is there was there another is. good example of that with that re- that cafe in Coburn Street called Layla I oh my god that. yeah but that's been there has I it? didn't know that so my, my sister told me this I was like oh yeah like I thought it was like re- newly opened I thought it was completely new but it just got refurbished <coughs> yeah completely redone okay um, oh do you know what yeah it used to be green I think yeah, yeah it used to be yeah, green yeah. and now they have this whole like pink very Instagram friendly mm-hmm. looking place sorry for the sirens by the way I live on like actual siren lane <laughs> but um, yeah they like it's very Instagrammable and I'm sure that was probably their idea yeah um, but it's all like flowers on the outside like kind of looks like almost like a hairdresser so mm-hmm, like, you know mm-hmm. like Charlie Miller or whatever yeah god none of these None of these guys are paying us, so no sponsors. Girls. <laughs> I need to stop name dropping. Um, Charlie Miller or other available hairdressers, <laughs> but anyway, no. Um, yeah, but they completely redid 
their whole outside and inside I think I don't know about their menu because I didn't really know before Mm -hmm. um, what it was like but loads of people I saw Emma actually who we're going to be talking to she was posting a lot about them whether it was um, a collaboration I don't know but Mm -hmm. like just like that that's everywhere I've seen that on everyone's stories yeah I know and, and I went I was like a total sucker I went and got like coffee and was I was like, like I've got coffee at home what am I doing yeah I know I um know. no it wasn't sorry girls but I went... and to be honest what I had wasn't that um normal <laughs> I had the like lucky charms latte and I was that like that sounds so sickly it was gross yeah <laughs> but like I, the rest of their stuff their cakes were amazing yeah we had the cakes and they were really really good yeah I feel like um yeah because I wonder with the case of like Lila for example is it Lila or Layla or no idea yeah well anyway had they not reached like had the influencers not posted would they still have had such a no good response to their opening yeah no fucking way yeah, especially because so especially because that's I mean now it's just we're getting into specifics about that cafe but mm-hmm. it's on Coburn Street like that is a tourist spot yeah. and there's no tourists right now yeah so they're I bet a large margin of their success right now is coming from those influencer partnerships because they are fucking everywhere no i know it's so and as well like i think where like a lot of hospitality um places relied on things like chip advisor for good rep before now it's all through social media and it's pretty much instagram yeah that's a good point because i feel like i mean i get if if you're a tourist and maybe not but like anywhere local yeah you would i guess just look what's trendy on insta yeah or like there's loads of Loads of influencers now um, have like highlights in their stories, yeah. highlights on their Instagram page, um, like restaurants, whatever. And or they get asked, like they get asked mm-hmm. all the time in these kind of like Q and A's yeah. or whatever. You know what restaurants, what bars, mm-hmm. blah blah. And I think it's crazy, kind of scary, um, the the whole the power behind it. Yeah. Um. So talking of my job, so I, I mean I won't say what influencer, but. Yeah, so talking about my work, um, I won't name the my old work anyway. I should say, um, but I won't name the influencer. But there was an Edinburgh-based influencer who worked for, uh, worked with the company that I worked with, which is so- social media agency, and she did a lot of partnerships with some like of the businesses that we did mm-hmm. social media for. But there was one time, um, she did this partnership and she got like free food and whatever. Um, and she like which you absolutely should be in my opinion was completely honest and yeah. she just slayed fuck out of it and like completely um, like she just was completely honest but to I, to the company yeah well no online on, really? on her story um, and I was kind of like okay so there's two perspectives of this social media manager in me is like or not not even just somebody who uses social media mm-hmm. absolutely fair enough like yeah. you should be honest you should absolutely be honest. Um, there's nothing more annoying than knowing, um, nothing more annoying than an influencer who just is a sellout and like, you know, yeah. just well, says whatever. Yeah, well you such a good example last week of, was it Lauren Goodger? Oh yeah, yeah, Lauren Goodger. Oh my God, yeah. So I'll have to, I'll link this in the episode notes. I'll need to find it. It's definitely on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll come back to the other thing. But Lauren- yeah, sorry, I cut in, but I just no, think it's that okay. leads on so well. No, it was a good, good point. Um, yeah, Lauren Goodger, if you guys know, it's she was off Towie. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So she was on The Only Way is Essex. And um, she's like a bit of an influencer now, I guess. Um, but basically, there was this YouTube video made by a YouTuber, or it was, I, I said this last week and I still don't know, but it was either like BBC3, one of those mm-hmm. kind of shows, or it was a YouTube video mm-hmm. and I can't remember. I think it was a YouTube video, but whatever. I'll link it in the episode notes anyway. Um, basically, the whole premise of the episode and the show 
was they were going to make up a fake product Mm -hmm. reach out to influencers um and see how far they could push it with like how bad (laughs) the partnership could be before they would just be like nah we're not doing it and lauren goodger was horrific in it like it was so bad so basically the premise was it was a fit tea i think Mm. it was like one of those skinny teas which have five thousand reasons as to why you should not be using them anyway but um (laughs) yeah essentially she came in and there was kind of a secret filming going on and um she was like oh they were saying to her like oh um you know blah blah i don't we haven't really tested out that much like we know it we know it's safe but like we don't know how much it works or whatever and she literally said like oh half the things i promote on my instagram i've never even used mm. and i was like oh come on yeah. man it's such a sellout like it that kind of stuff but i think you can definitely tell by looking at somebody's page unfortunately like there are genuinely a lot of influencers that would only ever promote things that they like and they yeah. support. But there's also a brand of, or a group of people that will definitely not care as much. Like, but also there's people that there's people that definitely pride themselves on doing that and only promoting things that they like. But then how do you know? How do you yeah. know the other ones? You don't know that they're lying. You don't know that they. No, exactly. There's so much like sh- it's all shrouded in like secrecy and. Yeah. Well, the thing that I was going to say about. Um, in my old job was there was this kind of yeah so she she partnered with this um one of our clients or yeah and um basically she completely like rinsed them on social media which she was being honest but part of me is like just don't post about it like That's you have gonna say, like, such influence yeah like, no fucking words in the name like you have so much power especially when it comes to like local businesses mm-hmm. when it's a small business also, it was a collab. Like, if she'd gone there out of her own free will and not enjoyed the food, like maybe more fair enough. But like to have done a collaboration where she's meant to, like the premise of it is that she will then provide good feedback and like highlight them as of somewhere to go. I know, but you can't buy press. This is the no. I get that. I do, but like I, I, I'm agreeing with you in that. Like almost from a bit of a moral side of things like I'm sure it wasn't like disgusting it was maybe just not up her yeah and I think like, it's not like Gordon Ramsay kitchen, Kitchen's Nightmares right? like <laughs> no, at that, that was our fine <laughs> um no I know and especially but you just don't like it that much like there's ways around not slating it massively and even like service like I think one of the points from this was that like it was really slow or whatever and part of me as and I'm sure a lot of people will agree who listen to this like most of us have worked in hospitality yeah like fuck off yeah like I one know. bad night like this could have been a really bad night yeah. or your waitress like a lot of the time girl if your waitress was me you should probably really <laughs> depress like do you yeah. know what I mean they could be having a really awful time yeah and I think you know it's one thing me turning around to my sister and being like oh that was shite yeah like oh like we went out for dinner don't go there like the service is awful whatever yeah but to know that you've got a fan base or like a follower base of like thousands and thousands of people yeah fuck off there's people just oh my flat honestly there are people outside oh sorry about that girls i had to scream at my neighbors no i didn't actually we moved to the room because i'm scared Scared of confrontation because i'm scared of confrontation usually um but no yeah so what i was saying was like i understand being honest and that's fine but where's the responsibility for when you know you have that much influence and like you have yeah, and wait was she getting paid by them or was it free free food? right so it's almost kind of a form of payment well it is yeah. yeah it's i don't know yet that's a really interesting dilemma because 
like she has freedom of speech, she can say what she wants, and she hadn't signed any contracts, say like this is class. But at the same time, like if that's a small business where like people are relying on good press for flow of customers, and then that happens, it's quite shit. Yeah, absolutely. Quite shit. Well, so on that kind of topic, what do you think about influencers' responsibility? So that's that's kind of on the topic of influencers' responsibility Mm -hmm. and. I think there was a lot to be said about um, especially like really, really big influencers like, I don't even know, but like there's a lot of influencers in Glasgow, I think. Yeah. More so than Edinburgh. Well, Glasgow's just bigger, but there's especially right now such a trend with like cosmetic surgery, which is insane, which is never, never something I thought would come from like, you know, small time influencers in like Scotland. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Kardashians is a completely different breed of, mm-hmm. we kind of talked about Kardashians last week when we recorded, not that you know, but, um, and that's a completely different ballpark. Yeah. But like now- It's almost like trickled down into everybody's idea of what's normal. Yeah. Like there's loads of influencers in Edinburgh that have- partnered with um this one surgeon in Glasgow I don't know if you've seen called yeah. Dr Callie yeah. Jack or whatever and I listen Do you there's know what? Nothing... I never considered like getting anything done and I'm not saying that I'm not vilifying cosmetic surgery whatsoever because I I really think you do what makes you feel good mm-hmm. but I, I do wonder whether promoting it to like when you personally don't know that much about it or if you've had a good experience with it to promote that to other people who may be insecure about their um appearance and like we all are to be honest yeah name one person that's not i don't know it just doesn't sit quite right with me it's like slightly dystopian that no i know this is like getting pushed down your throat and like say my name for 20 percent off your like fucking nose Ah, i know it's really like bizarre and i i agree with you i never really thought about anything like getting anything like that done and then like over the last year I was like I'm gonna get lip fillers yeah and then I was like no like I don't not and trust why me, are you doing that like is it because you I don't know I think it's the motivation behind it because if you're getting cosmetic surgery because it's what you want to do to make yourself feel confident fine all for it but if you're doing it to like fit a certain trend or to fulfill a certain part of yourself that wants to conform to an ideal beauty standard like that can be quite damaging and toxic and I also worry that like once you do one like it becomes a bit of a cycle oh yeah you just don't get you like it's not enough yeah and I think I don't know if that sounds really judgy though because I, I don't want it to sound that way at all no I don't think it does sound judgy because I, it was something that I definitely I think it's really easy to have a very like simple and not really intelligent conversation about cosmetic surgery when I, I agree with you I do think it's more complex than that and there's mm-hmm. nothing there is genuinely nothing wrong in my opinion with getting as much work as you want done as long as you like have are doing it for the right reasons yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. like do what you want always however it was something that I had to really deconstruct in my head of okay I've never really looked at my lips before and thought they were small or yeah. thin so why why do why have I convinced myself that because you know you never you never book something like that not that I did book it but you would never book something like that and consciously think, oh, I'm doing this because everyone else has influenced me. Like you mm-hmm. think in your head that you want it. Yeah. But I had to completely deconstruct. And the reason the reasoning I came to was I think the standard in my head is higher. So like what I thought were normal lips are now too small. And yeah. I do think 
there is it's something all about what's normalized isn't it so like yeah normalize like big full lips or lip fillers are completely normalized now yeah to the extent of like if you don't have them that's maybe more noticeable like I under- it's not really yeah no I get you because I had such a fascinating conversation with my mum because like obviously as a young woman we don't really necessarily think about Botox or wrinkles well I certainly don't but mm. she was talking about that and she I was saying well would you get it and she was like no I, do, I wouldn't and I'm not that interested in it don't judge anyone that does but more from, like, a financial point of view, like, that's so much money. Yeah. For, what, like, what, in her opinion. But she did say, you know, if all of my friends and, peer, and peers were doing it and I was the only one that wouldn't, like, of course I would. Because you don't want to be the only one oh, that doesn't totally. look that way. And I think it's really applicable here as well. Like, the more people engage with it and do it, the more you feel pressure to, like, also look that way. Absolutely. And I think it's sad now because I think subconsciously the way that women are meant to look now has changed in our heads. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't think any of us clock it on the surface, Mm. but I'll take photos of myself or selfies or whatever and know in my head that I'm looking at it and thinking I don't look like what some of these girls Mm. on Instagram do. Mm -hmm. And like, I think going back to the cosmetic surgery thing, one thing that really fucked with my head and made me think like okay this is just this is like one of those it's it's not even like something I want to achieve anymore and Mm -hmm. if I don't look like that and it keeps going this way then whatever but that's fine I just don't want to be part of it is um and like listen I'm not slating anybody I think cosmetic surgery like we've just said has its place but I saw this influencer collaboration with a cosmetic surgeon and there was this deal on uh, profile balancing and it was 800 quid which is like almost a fucking grand if if you don't know how much yes, money is thank you for clarifying you're welcome um <laughs> your accountant but yeah 800 quid for what this profile balancing so i mean thank god you don't know about it it's like literally not you like oh thank no. god you don't no, know no, about no, it I, know what you mean. I mean like anyone that doesn't is one of those terms that you should never learn because it's just horrible like yeah. it's literally so profile balancing is based off a concept that like your face should look a certain way or like that you have um dimensions of your face that can be balanced out to make you look i mean essentially perfect but they're not saying that well but are who, they like i'm just this comes down to the crux of the argument because like who are we doing this for and it's fucking male gaze like at the end of the day you can tell me that it's to make yourself feel confident but if if you're profile balancing your face to look like the ideal perfect beauty standard to whom like to men to whom i love that <laughs> to whomst <laughs> to whomst are you doing like, that for and that's fine because we all do it but like no but i, I don't I think it necessarily it. yeah i think systemically yes it's for the male gaze but i do think some of these women are doing that some of these women i sound like a fucking, some of these dolls some of these wee no tarts. i get that I no i totally like, I, I am arguing that on a like societal macro level not yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Lucy wakes up and profiles her face to, for the men. Like. <laughs> I do, but... No, but so, yeah, it's this idea that you bring your lips out to the point of, like, the tip of your nose. Like, what? And then... Well, I mean, this is... that's I you saw that... My lips are so flat. <laughs> you look like a duke. Um, yeah, like, you kind of... It's like the whole idea that you kind of bring your um, lips out to your nose I guess I mean that that's just one thing that I saw that might not be the yeah. whole concept of profile balancing but then like it's filler in all these places that can balance balance in quotation marks you out like your jaw your cheekbones and then people put filler in their nose at points to even out 
like yeah. ridges which to be fair that's not that bad i it don't does think look it's class like when it's done all right it does look fucking class i right? do want it so if anybody wants to donate thank you thank you we'll take it yeah watch us literally outside <laughs> like <laughs> hello so um this episode's sponsored by um the surgery yeah i mean kika come on like the next because no, i absolutely get it like i'm not placing myself in a sphere that's like out with oh understanding the desire because honestly if i had the funds like i don't know maybe i would yeah yeah but i also am critical of the reasons and motivations why i want it in the first place but also it's exactly like you said like you think you want it for you but but i think the problem this way wanting that no i think the problem is when there's an industry built around like profile but ba- I, I keep saying this but this profile balancing thing just really fucks with me like the idea that you can pay, pay 800 pounds for this package no to matter who like you are else. Like, to, literally look, to make your face look like anyone to else. literally everyone who's going to get this profile balancing thing to an extent like they say it's to accentuate your own features but like your features are different as they are yeah like how can you accentuate them like i don't really understand we're cloning that. everyone we are we are um no but anyway jokes. that's it's an interesting that's more specifically i think about there's so fucking... much to pick apart about like i don't know body ideals and pretty privilege and things like that like but that's also not this episode no it's not but i think it's very um accentuated by yeah yeah although of course they're like there are a lot of inclusive and exciting and different influencers but i feel like their brand is unfortunately that they are different yeah exactly exactly rather than just being influencers it's not like skinny and tall then they're like categorized as just like really brave and like oh yeah they're or it's like body positive and it's like no girl i'm just out here in my size 12 jeans like trying to live my life yeah which really annoys me and i really criticize yeah but i I think it's the case i agree so i think this is a good time to call emma phone a friend phone a little friend (laughs) um we're gonna call emma now and ask her about some of her experiences and her insight um so yeah let's do that Hi Emma. Hi guys, how are we doing? <laughs> good, yeah, thank good, you. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. So we're here with Emma Gorman. She is an Edinburgh influencer. We went to uni together. So um, you, what did you study at uni again? Well, I went. I only went to uni for two years actually. I did biomed. Did um, you? And then I dropped. And then I dropped out actually. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know that. <laughs> Did you not? No, I no, think I, um, I didn't know you dropped out. That's I'm clearly done my research. <laughs> <laughs> no, so many people actually say to me, they're like, how like how did you go? And I'm like, oh, I dropped out. It's an awkward one because you don't really want to put it like on social media, like, oh, by the way, I did drop out. <laughs> yeah. Life update. <laughs> I know. Graduation yeah. ceremony for dropping out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've just kind of been working in retail for like the last like two years pretty much. Yeah, to be fair, always see you in Oliver Bonus. It's such a nice shop. Is that where you work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm I obsessed. I'm so obsessed. My favourite place. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. So we're just going to have a chat about... Well, we've been chatting about influencer culture yeah. and all that, but we thought we'd bring you on because you've got lots of insights. The insights, yeah. Um, oh, wow, I feel important. <laughs> you should. Um, so well, when, that, yeah. No, wait. <laughs> we both went yeah, to yeah. speak at the same time. No, you I go. was just going to ask you how you became an influencer. Like, how did it all happen? And was it intentional or did it kind of, like, just become a thing? It totally just, like, out of the blue, kind of became a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, two years ago, I think I just, like, posted on Instagram just, like, random lifestyle things. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, three, four times a week. And then... It was like in 2019, I think. Um, 
the first like thing I got invited to was Hard Rock Cafe. They were like having a thing for influencers, mm. and my friend Emmy, who's like a influencer in Edinburgh, she got invited as well. And I remember being like so confused at the time because I was like, "Why would they want to invite me? Like this is so random." <laughs> how like <laughs> did they DM you or something? Like I'm always so interested yeah, how um, they get in touch. I can't remember if it was DM or email, but they were basically like, "We'd love for you to like come down and like try our new menu." Mm-hmm. Um, but like before that, like I did love using like Instagram just to kind of like like sharing like local businesses and stuff so when I went out with food like I did always like tag the place yeah and like it was nice to get reposted and stuff so it was more just kind of like a hobby yeah and then kind of like just like from there it picks up um so yeah shout out to Hard Rock Cafe (laughs) I know kick-started the career (laughs) the OG the OG guys um yeah that's so interesting so when did you when did you kind of start I don't I was gonna say taking it seriously but I'm sure you probably took it seriously from the start relatively but when did you see (laughs) when did you see a shift in like okay this is this is more than just like oh cool one time hard rock cafes like I've almost like got myself this gig but when did it kind of turn into you know kind of I think it was more like over summer like I started getting invited to like more things and like I'd be offered like free meals or free drinks um it was actually like when the fringe was on like I got invited to one of like the like venues and I got like it was tickets to see like a magician which is really random but I remember (laughs) thinking at that point like oh wow like I must like be doing quite a good job if I'm getting like invited to stuff um and then I think the first time I got like paid to post something I think it was like winter that year I'd like applied to do an ad and I got accepted and I was really surprised because I was like, oh, wow, like they actually, they actually want me to post about them. Wait, so you can apply? Because I've never heard that before. So you can like apply. Yeah. Oh, um, that's so interesting. So there's basically like apps for influencers. There's a couple um, that like, so brands will just kind of like put on saying like how many followers they're looking for, like a minimum, say like 5k followers. Mm-hmm. And you can just like submit like a, like a post, like a mock shot. Oh wow, I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's annoying if like you put tons of effort into a shot yeah. and get like rejected. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't really realise like no, how they much don't. work can go into these things. I think people think it's just like free drinks and like you put a photo on your story, but like it clearly yeah, sounds like there's a lot, lot more work, yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. I always feel like pressure. I'm like, okay, I have to get good photos and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like it ever gets in a, in the way of like you living in the moment almost because like I know sometimes if I'm out with friends like it comes a bit like oh we need to get a nice picture yeah and does, that's um, not for like that's yeah. not my job so yeah what do you I feel, feel like about it that? does like sometimes um say like if like I'm out for a meal I do like feel bad because I remember like I took my mum out for like a free meal like once because it was like me plus one yeah um and I do, like, feel bad, like, obviously when food comes, and I'm like, oh, do you mind, like, if I, like, take photos of their thing first? Mm-hmm. Um, but to be fair, I kind of did that anyway before, like, becoming, like, <laughs> an influencer. I just love taking photos of, like, my food so I can look back. And yeah. Like, yeah, I've been there, like, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it doesn't really stop me from living in the moment. Sometimes I do feel, like, judged mm. by other people. I feel, you do feel people kind of looking at you I do have a bit of like imposter syndrome where I'm mm. kind of like oh god they think like I'm such a weirdo or they're thinking like who does she think she is like mm-hmm. getting photos in a restaurant and stuff but you just kind of have to like learn to ignore it and be like well you know what like 
I'm getting like this sort of thing for free and it's my job pretty much to promote them so yeah definitely and it must be so good for your confidence as well just to like almost feel yeah, the fear and do it anyway boosted. yeah yeah even still like, I still get so nervous going to these things like tonight we went to the new Bossa Burger on George Street and I was saying to my flatmate I was like I'm so scared <laughs> like when it comes to like the bill because obviously there's like nothing to pay and I was like do I just get up and leave or yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that must be quite yeah, weird what is the etiquette there? <laughs> yeah so I just like went up to the bar and we were done and I was like oh I just want to like show you the email just so you don't think that I'm like walking away with something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must yeah be if you get chased down the street and you're like no honestly that's like my worst nightmare I said I was like I'd rather just like be awkward and be like oh I have this email I just want to show you yeah now. no that's totally yeah. fair I feel like that's that's politeness I feel like you're okay with that yeah. also they probably uh-huh. absolutely know who you are but it's nice that you made an effort anyway yeah if they've invited oh. you but still you would be you would be kind of freaked out wouldn't you mm. yeah definitely well I wanted to I wanted to kind of ask you about those events so I know that uh-huh. especially there must be loads where you're kind of individually asked to come, but I know that there there definitely is kind of like influencer events where all of all of the Edinburgh influencers or whatever are maybe asked to come to one place at a time. Um, uh-huh. So have you done many of those, and what what did you feel about those? Um, well, like the very first one I was invited to, the one at Hard Rock Cafe, that was like a big one, and I remember being so scared to go because. Um, I knew like quite a lot of big influencers were going so I felt kind of like oh god I shouldn't be here but I do feel really lucky in the sense that one of my best friends Emmy she usually gets invited to the same events so we can usually go together um, and a lot of these events they can quite often say like oh you can take like a plus one yeah so I usually have like one of like my flatmates with me mm-hmm. but um every influencer I've met though out and about they have all been so so nice um you I feel like they just kind of have like a stereotype like they're not going to talk to you or they're kind of like look down on you because you have less followers yeah but everyone that I've met has actually been so so lovely oh that's nice that it's, is yeah nice. it's good to hear because I, I do think that is probably the overall like takeaways that people probably think they are maybe like not as friendly or whatever yeah and there's, there's bound to be like ones out there that like probably aren't the nicest but luckily like I've never had any bad experiences with anyone else yeah have you ever felt like I know you were saying a bit about like imposter syndrome in there do you ever feel do you ever find yourself comparing yourself to like other influencers and how they're doing or oh 100% um like I feel sometimes say like other influencers are followed that are like similar if like I see them working with like a brand or like a local company and it's been like a big event I'm like oh like I wish I got invited to that yeah and I start to think like oh I wonder why they didn't like get in touch or cause sometimes it can kind of be the other way around um because obviously like me and Emmy get invited to similar things like if I get invited to something that she's not invited to then yeah. I feel bad asking her about it yeah and obviously like it'll be like vice versa as well I guess like we do have quite different pages and everyone's got their own different kind of like interests Gosh, sorry, you can hear that dog barking outside. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you just kind of have to like take it as it goes. And I'm just like, everyone gets different opportunities and stuff. Um, But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's, it must be a kind of a world where you do have to grow a bit of a thick skin and just tell yourself that you don't automatically know why you haven't been invited to Mm -hmm. one thing or 
but I commend you on that because it must be quite hard yeah it must be yeah it does take a bit while a while to get used to but you definitely get there Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna ask you a bit of a bit of a difficult question now um no it's not that bad I promise (laughs) I said I really hyped up there it's not what from your experience you're you're on the in and giving us the insight what do you think is the what are the best parts of being an influencer or being in the kind of influencer community um you know specifically here or just in general and what are like the worst parts I'll start with the best um I feel like I've made like quite like a few friends from like gosh I hate calling myself an influencer but like I, I no it's okay yeah, yeah. Girl, you, are. you are a girl yeah. come on <laughs> it just feels cringe though doesn't it <laughs> yeah I get you um like I have made so many friends from doing it which is really nice like there's people that I'm friends with on Instagram and like I've never even met them or they all live in like a different city yeah it's just like nice and I feel like in these because I'm like less than like 10k um I feel like it is quite like a little community like we all kind of comment on each other's posts and like hype each other up and whatnot that's so nice nice. that's what yeah um and obviously like being invited invited to stuff it's just so cool it's so nice like getting out and about in edinburgh like i do feel so lucky to be invited to like try um certain places and just like work with brands i love yeah luckily like i've never had any experiences where like i've worked with a brand and like i've like it's all gone wrong mm. like everywhere i've been it's been really good have you heard of any um, horror stories of that kind of thing surprisingly not actually i'm trying to think um you don't need to I've dish out. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we're and not. Like, give me the tea. <laughs> give us the tea. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there have been like a few things where like I've seen, I've like heard of like other influencers. They've been like, oh, I went to this restaurant, but like the service was really slow. But then it's a bit of an awkward one, isn't it? Because you don't really, even if like the food's really good, if you do that one bad review online, you kind of like tank their business. That's so bit. weird. This is literally what yeah, we, we were, were saying just talking about it. before. Yeah. Literally what we were discussing just before we phoned you was this kind yeah. of like, it kind of leads me into my next question actually. It's like the responsibility that influencers have if they do have any, because I think it'd be so easy. I was kind of saying, so I used to work for a social media agency and we did like a lot of collaborations with um, influencers in like Glasgow and, and different places. And uh-huh. they would do partnerships for like restaurants or whatever and this one time somebody oh my laptop just went off there but um this one time um somebody had put up a like a really scathing review of a restaurant and i was like do you know what i understand the honesty but what what's your opinion on like that kind of situation because i think it's tricky isn't it because you have a lot of what would you do as well if that happened like if you had a really bad experience yeah here's here's your scenario so you you've ordered a chinese it's late it's minging it's cold they've been they've been rude they just threw it in your door when you opened the door but i feel like if they're rude oh that's gosh. a certain level of like okay okay so not rude but so, if, it, if it's just a bad experience in terms of like yeah it's late like and not everything that nice. was bad i think i would get in touch with like the restaurant first and be like look like what's going on like you guys want to work with me like i'm not really happy with the service like i've received and see like what mm. they respond to that but i feel like if they were just like nasty in general I think I just wouldn't really post about it. Right. Yeah. Mainly because I think I have quite a bit of a conscience when it comes to that. Like, maybe I should be posting more about, like, oh, I wouldn't go to this place. But at the same time, like, you never know when a restaurant might just be having, like, a bad day or, like, 
things might just be going on wrong in the kitchen like it's things you can't avoid yeah um but like I would never be that person to like not even get in touch with the restaurant and post like like I don't know like oh my god the chips were soggy like the staff were horrible like definitely do not go here just yeah. because I feel like that's just one review and fair enough if like everyone has been there and not enjoyed it but yeah no because we were saying it's, it's, when it's, it's a local business yeah or especially if it's a small business um yeah it does like have such like a big a impact yeah be like more likely to like maybe call them out on yeah it. definitely but when it's like a small local business like you could like that one review could put them out of business and yeah it's a bit of an awkward one isn't it it is totally it's but it's 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 interesting to to hear your insight to it because i think it's, it's such a big discussion of where the responsibility lies and mm-hmm. it it goes deeper than that like you know when you you see like really big influencers and um, they have like such a young following and stuff to do oh, with body image yeah. and all that um, so well, to be fair I feel like um, most of the time I'd say like 70% of time when like restaurants or like cafes get in touch they usually say like oh you don't have like an obligation to post about it. like you can post about it if like you enjoy it oh really um, yeah because quite often like I don't think they want like bad reviews like a fake post they're like yeah. oh we'd love to like give you like a free meal and like you're welcome to post about it if you want to but like it's never well sometimes they're like we would really like if you did it mm-hmm. and like I always post like if I've gotten like something free because it just doesn't really feel right taking something for free and then just not yeah it's know, like an exchange isn't it up your end of the deal yeah really. yeah like I saw um I can't even remember was it Louis Tomlinson's sister from One Direction there was a scandal about her recently because she got like free clothes from a brand and she didn't post about it oh i and saw I that like, yeah i saw that and i was like oh my god why would you do that yeah it's just ru- yeah it it's just rude. it just sucks because a lot of them i actually think i saw that and there was kind of screenshots of the dms and uh-huh. there was like the whole the whole like the whole business deal was like the idea that she was going to post about it mm. and then she just like blocked her and like she just got it, it and it just didn't... like makes me cringe when you see it's just awkward when someone's like placing like say when she was like oh I want to get like this jumper and these leggings and they're like okay well that's gonna cost this much and they're like oh I was hoping that I could get it for free because like I have a following of this amount yeah like oh I know I just personally like I don't have anything against influencers that do get in touch with small businesses and ask for freebies and like in exchange for posting but for me personally like asking a small business free stuff it's just it just doesn't really sit right with me Mm, it's maybe easier to let them come to you like to not presume yeah yeah i guess there's there's an aspect of like you know the damn hustle like go out there and and do it Uh if you want yeah it's a difficult one isn't it but then i guess yeah especially especially like that kind of thing we're talking about i'm sure she was kind of asking for x y and z and it is a small business like a small retailer and it's like you know you do really need to hold up your own end because that's a lot of money out of some not it's you know it's not top shop it's like yeah yeah, it's one person's pocket you're right i also think on the topic of fashion like i don't know what you think about this but i sometimes do feel like influencers get a lot of pr sent to them which i don't know whether they ask for or not but it's so fat so much fast fashion like so many clothes and then it just kind of like sells this idea to consumers that like okay I need this amount or I want this amount so like I don't know do you find do you agree do you feel feel like there's an issue there I feel like 
even like myself like in like the past year i've been like buying so much more yeah depop and going to charity shops Class. um i am like when i first started like my youtube like a year ago i was guilty like i did I ordered from Shein once without like I hadn't really read the reviews properly and then mm-hmm. I did like a big try on video but like a year later now I'm like oh my god like I've never ordered from them since like after reading about um using like pretty much like slave labor to make their clothes and stuff yeah and I just found it I totally understand like small influencers people that don't have that much money um buying like from fast fashion no completely yeah and you can't avoid it like i think yeah it's one of those things isn't it yeah no i absolutely agree because like i also buy from fast fashion like i'm not vilifying it generally but i just think like there seems to be so much like over consumption at the moment like if you can afford to spend like 500 pound in one go on a fast fashion website you can afford to like shop ethically then yeah Absolutely. You're making some points. She is making some points. Points You're, for me. <laughs> points for me. I feel like, for, like, the last, like, six months have, like, big influencers that partner with, like, Shein and that other one that, like, begins with, like, an R. I Wrong way. Wrong way, yeah. Yeah. I've just, like, unfollowed them because I'm like, you like, you've got a big enough following, like, you don't rely on that income. Yeah. Like, you, you should know better. You can promote, like, ethical, sustainable brands. It's funny, isn't it? Like, yeah. seeing stuff like that specific partnerships and i mean we were talking about this earlier about like skinny teas and shit like that which is kind of i I would like to think it's more something of the past now yeah but like it's funny how what is quite wholesome just non-offensive content which is the kind of lifestyle blogger um world whenever i see i've definitely like cleared out like my instagram following yeah that's what i'm saying it's like i love them but like the appetite suppressing lollipops and stuff i was like no like I can watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, enjoy it, but I'm not really fussed about their social media. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's exactly what you said yeah. when we were talking about it. Yeah. Keep, yeah. It's just like it's funny how it's almost like a fast track of like sorting people out of your following yeah. list. Like you're like I'm done. Like yeah. that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, got to clear that out. Yeah, literally. Well, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you. That's okay. I'm so fascinated. Like I've learned so much. I know. I know. Oh, thank you for having me. No, literally, it's been so interesting to have a little insight into the influencer world. Yeah, and guys, we will tag Emma on all of our posts. So go follow her. Yeah, at Emma. It's oh, just at Emma guys. Gorman, isn't it? Is that right? Um, underscore at the start. Underscore at the start. There we go. Yeah. Um, and you've got a YouTube channel, so. We'll definitely yeah to be fair i've not uploaded there in a couple months but we will be getting back to <laughs> don't say that girl she uploads every tuesday <laughs> it's not but yeah we'll link all their socials in the in the episode notes and on our story and stuff but thank you so much yeah, for thank you so much coming on and hopefully thank ho- you guys hopefully we'll see you out at some of these bars like soon <laughs> yeah i hope so <laughs> i know well right thank you so much have a nice night okay thank you bye 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 Oh my back! She's so nice. She is lovely. She's really, really nice. Really, She's like, very well like. Well spoken and insightful. Can you believe they have apps? No, I, I didn't know so that, shook. and I feel really stupid, especially like. Stupid? No, not stupid. Sorry, I'm like surprised I didn't know that. Yeah. Because of just like work and whatever. That's so fascinating. Um, do we have anything we want to say wrapping up, or do you think we covered everything? I think we've covered most of my yeah. points, to be honest. I think so too. Just to wrap up. Cool. Right. Right. Well. Thanks to Emma for coming on, agreeing to chat to us. Yeah, what a gem. I learned a lot. Yeah. And it's always nice, I think, to humanise... Like, not that it's this, like, unattainable 
mad like bizarre thing because we engage with it as consumers but I think it's always nice to bring it to like a relatable level where like she's literally just a normal girl yeah exactly I know literally Which just sounds stupid to say it but do you know what I mean like no it's so true I think sometimes they're place we place influences on this like pedestal of of um I don't know importance and greatness and they're they are those things but they're also just people yeah and I, I think it was especially I'm so glad we spoke to Emma because she spoke so articulately about um so many aspects of it yeah. like she had such good insight on um the kind of it sounds stupid saying using the word influence but literally the influence yeah. that they have on people and you know the responsibility when you have such a platform mm-hmm. um so yeah thanks again to Emma you were an absolute gem big up big up Emma Gorman <laughs> that sounded so dumb I don't know why I did that um, so yeah well thank you so much for listening guys thank I know you, it's been chickens. fucking long anticipated I know, episode I know Jesus it's Christ. good to be back it is good to be back we'll be like I've said a million times um, probably at this point our episode schedule is meant to be and it will be every two weeks now yeah. so we'll be releasing a new episode every two weeks um, if you've enjoyed it please share it to your yeah. social media it helps us out on the Girls, on the topic of small businesses, help some small podcasters Share our small out. business. <laughs> yeah. Share our fucking minuscule podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, just as always, show us some love on social yeah. media. It always helps. Um, and let us know your thoughts too. And give Emma a follow. Yeah, please go follow her. She's a lovely gal. She is. But yeah, as always. Um, peace and love. Peace and love, brothers. See Brothers? <laughs> I don't know why I said brothers. Brothers. Peace and love, brothers. Bye. Bye.